First and foremost, I acknowledge the traditional owners of the land upon which we, myself, and my guests record today's podcast. I extend respect and gratitude to the elders past, present, and emerging of those nations, and to all Aboriginal peoples listening today. Always was, always will be. Hello and welcome, I'm Timberlina and you're listening to Yas Queen, the podcast where we talk about everything without knowing anything about everything. This is episode 7 and our second Q&A episode. We believe that these episodes are very important and they are topical and some people are just too scared to ask questions. So you can DM or email and stay anonymous and we answer them for you. These episodes will be done once a month. This episode I was joined by Dan and Josh, two local queer men from Newcastle and some good friends of mine. Just a quick reminder, these are general answers and discussion points. Let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to Yes Queen, the podcast. Um, today, today, tonight, I am joined by Josh and Dan in their living room. And we're sipping wine, so this is going to get very interesting. Welcome to the podcast, boys. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having us. No worries. Thank you for coming on. I mean, I did have to pay my food. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> We're providing the wine, so it's yeah. fine. Yay, two ninety nine at Aldi. <laughs> Shout out to Aldi, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's get straight into it. Um, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Sure. Dan, um, tell us who you are, what you do, where you're based, and how you identify. Right. Hi everybody, hi listeners. Uh, my name is Dan, Daniel, um, and I, well, based in Newcastle, been here all my life, pretty much, and I identify as a, I guess, a gay, gay male, gay cis male, um, and I guess what I do to keep myself busy is I, I'm currently studying um, a master's degree in architecture, and that's what I do for a job as well. Yes. Hi, I'm Josh. I'm also based in Newcastle. Um, I identify as a yeah, cis gay male. And I am at uni doing secondary teaching. I'm my last year now. And I also work at a bottle shop, which is fun. They didn't sponsor us. I should point out that your face literally grimaced when Josh mentioned that he was a teacher. <laughs> like... For the listeners. <laughs> this is not one of my questions, but why teaching? Um, I had good te- I had good teachers and bad teachers at school, and I think kids need more good teachers in the world. And I think I'd be a good teacher, so and I can be a good gay role model <laughs> and be like some normal person in their lives. Identify normal. Like you know, they see someone that's successful and just. In an everyday position. Yeah. I mean, that's great. I mean, I learn things from Josh every day, so he's a great mm. teacher. Like, don't put the wine glass on the table. <laughs> exactly. We're recording a podcast. <laughs> yes. I mean, you all know who I am. I'm Timberlina. Um, and you all know how I identify. Do you guys know how I identify? No, but, I mean, of course, but, you know, just, just refresh my memory. <laughs> um, when I'm currently, right now, I'm seeing this line as Tim, so... I'm a cis gay male. Um, 
I prefer the pronouns he, him when I am out of drag and in drag. Um, I'm a drag queen and prefer the pronouns she, her. Um, so just a refresher for you all. I'm not your mate or your bro when I'm in drag. But you are a household name. Yes. Yeah, I also identify as scab, so yeah, household scab, or fabulous scab. Um, Let's go with that. We don't have a nickname for Josh yet, but it will come to us halfway through the podcast. I do have a nickname in my other friend group, though. What is it? Jelf, because there's two Joshes, so it gets very confusing. What did you just call yourself? Jelf. So Jelf? Yeah. I thought you said shelf. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, there's like, also another part of the question that we've got. Something a bit different. Explain <laughs> Jelf. Oh yeah, so Jelf is obviously J for Josh and then my last name is Elphick, so you just take the first bit of that. Sweet. Ah I'm gonna go with shelf. <laughs> um, um scavenge shelf. Scavenge shelf. Household name. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the presence of absolute stardom. <laughs> True. That is me. So let's get straight into the questions. And I will be answering all these questions because I don't have Anna here to ask them and then we answer. So question one that I have on my list. Mm, hit us with it. Have you ever hooked up with somebody based on their proximity to your iPhone, e.g. Grinder, Tinder, Bumble, Scruff, etc. Well, gosh, do you want to go first? Should we go? I mean, I don't really have an answer because I don't think so. So yeah, like take it away. Like I'm not like the biggest. Like I mean, lately I haven't been on the apps heaps, but yeah, it's nothing that I've really ever considered in when I've been looking on those apps is proximity. I'm too shallow for distance to be a contributing factor. Yeah, I'll have to, like, agree with that in a, in a way, yeah. <laughs> We're really nice, but... <laughs> just I don't know, I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm the worst at using Grindr. Like, Meanwhile, <laughs> just <trying. laughs> He's the closest, I have to walk Boink. I don't, like, I find that whole, like, measurement on the dating app so fucking creepy and oh, weird. Oh, yeah, I was on Grindr the other day after having, like, four months off. And I was sitting in my lounge room after doing like live shows and having to pack down them all. And next minute I see this blank profile. I'm also a blank profile on Grindr. And I was like, oh my God. So I clicked on it and it said seven meters away. It's just like the worst. And I was like, holy fuck, they are in my building. But I also (laughs) live around like heaps of apartments. So I was just like, it could be anywhere. So I messaged them and I was like, ha ha, are you in my apartment? <laughs> and they were like, could be. What's your number? <laughs> <laughs> the hookup is coming from inside the apartment. <laughs> I was like, if you're in my apartment, this is creepy. But then I worked out that he was actually more like 250 yeah. meters mm. away. And I'm just like, really yeah. sometimes. It's one of the things that I am not a huge fan of on Grindr is the fact you can see who's looked at your profile. I just, I don't like that. That's why I'm a blank profile, so no one knows who I am. <laughs> but it's always something that, like, I'm, like, when I am scrolling, and like, scrolling. I'm just conscious of clicking into somebody, yeah. and then, you know... Or if you accidentally click yeah, on someone, just, then... Because sometimes it's that, like, assume, like, oh, they assume that you owe them something now, that you've looked yeah. and had a look, and... Yeah. But you could be doing that by accident too. Yeah, exactly. But like when you're driving your car and grinding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
don't do that. There's a lot of assumptions on Grinder. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel like Grinder so. could be a whole topic. It could, it could yeah. We're going to get down a rabbit hole. Here. <laughs> yeah. Um, Question one for the next hour. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Um, don't worry, that's Dan's wine glass. <laughs> the other two, uh, no. we're drinking soft drink and being sober. Yeah, so we every time you hear that. We should have taken a bet as to how long it was going to take yeah. me to bang it on the table. I even gave him a look and then he did not even, like, realise. Yeah, he can't put it there. Yeah. We okay, just put a idea. controller there. He's going to put it around <laughs> all through the controller. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, Don't count on me. No, I'm not. I'm just going to be banging through it the whole time. <laughs> and not in a good way. Uh, <laughs> Give you a challenging edit, you know. I'm not going to edit it. Um, next question, I feel like... That one was a bit like... I was expecting a lot more out of that, but whatever. Sorry. That's okay. I'm going to skip the next one. Um, BJ's or regular intercourse? Ooh. This is more of a preference question. I guess it really depends on the dynamic between the two people, right? That's kind of... Is this a... Am I giving or receiving? Yeah, like that's... I mean... What do you reckon? Yeah. Either or whatever. Like, what would you prefer? Like, would you prefer, for example, to be receiving the BJ and receiving anally, I guess? Like, I mean, there are so many variables to. I know. I guess to. I could go through this. Yeah. But it's just like, what do you Are you prefer? tired? Have you been working like 15 <laughs> hours a day? I mean, that should never come into it. But I mean, <laughs> depends on who it is. I and mean, the dynamic, like, that's. Yeah. What do you prefer? Like, if you could. Um, I mean, always, I, I do like receiving. Like, what? Blowjobs. Oh. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't really answer that question. <laughs> Literally. Um, you look like you're waiting for an answer. Just like, a, come on, spit it out, you know. Well, actually, I was looking at my phone and being like, fuck, it just vibrated really loud. Um, <laughs> I mean, for me. If I was going to answer this truthfully... Oh, no, that's really one that's right. I prefer to give a BJ. Yeah, same. I re- BJs mm. don't really do much for me, personally. No. I, I, like, I like doing both, it. But, you know... And then intercourse... No, that's a lot of effort being gay. Yeah. No, that's yeah, just a, a much bit of prep work in that. Much better intercourse. Unless you're a top, then you gotta do nothing. Woo, except for a condom. Yeah, true. Um, yes. As a gay community. <laughs> also, prep doesn't protect you from everything. Absolutely not. Who's in charge? Mm. The top or the bottom? That's not well, a thing. <laughs> it's definitely, it's not a thing, but. It's not a thing. I don't think it is. No, I, again, I'm very controlling, so I'm always in control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all it's all See, the individual. Yeah, like, it comes down to personality. Freak, so, of course, you're going to be in control unless yeah, you I mean, find someone that's more controlling than you. Um, that would not work. Well, I'll probably go. cut them. There's not a yeah. It's not a blanket <laughs> yeah thing. It's personality. But like, wouldn't you? Don't you like enjoy like? Have you ever just switched off and been like, someone else can take control? Like, Are you saying someone ever switched off? <laughs> no. I've never switched <laughs> off in my entire life. Like, if you spoke to my best friend, they would be like, he just fucking keeps going. 
Like even today, I was like, messaged my landlord and was like, can I please paint my house? Sure, you're <laughs> Next minute, I'm at Buck- fucking Bunnings asking the painting lady what to fucking use to paint a house because I've never done that before. Mask for mask. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> there was no tradies. There was actually a lot of homosexuals at Bunnings today. Obviously yeah, doing lots of... They've got little yeah. like reno works going on. Yeah. Lots of disposable income. We should do that. Have. We've got a place... We, we should do it. Like, well, I need to hang that painting hang up. Pictures. So, if anybody knows how to do that... Yeah. Hit me up. that liner in the kitchen's coming up. Maybe we I should know. replace that. I was literally vacuuming and it was coming out in pieces. If there's anybody that wants to sponsor this, yeah. just let us know. That is the new lino. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the trade. <laughs> and um, so really, the top and bottom, it really just depends on the person. Yeah. Yeah. I, and the yeah. mood, I guess, you're in as well. Like as Yeah. Just, like, I don't know. Like, I, is this like just generally in the relationship or... Like, whatever. Like, random hookup. Oh. I feel like that kind of dynamic gets established when you first yeah. start chatting to them. There's someone that's, like, usually chasing, and they're probably the... Really? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I would say that you can kind of... Because I, I feel like when I'm chatting to people, I come off with, like, I'm a total bottom, blah, blah, blah. Because they... First, one of the first questions I'm going to get, they usually mm-hmm. like, what do you do? And you're like, yeah. drag queen. And they're like, oh, so you <laughs> love receiving. I'm like, no, don't touch my bum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, it just, I mean, again, it just depends. I guess all, all situations. Also, these questions have just like, was put together very quickly from a website. I don't know what it was. But it was like 21 questions. Um, people <laughs> ask their gay best friend. Uh, okay, yeah. So. Yeah, hashtag gay best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's all, I mean, all the questions you've asked so far, I, I would kind of say it all depends on, there's so many variables. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's such like a big misconception is that there's not just like black and white. The, the top answer. wears the pants. Yeah. I mean, no one's really wearing any pants. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hopefully not. Hopefully not. Unless you're outside. Outdoors. They're not wearing yeah, pants much, are they? See, I have this thing in my head where I don't think tops are that controlling because mm. really they're not really doing any work <laughs> like uh, yeah, all I, they're doing is putting their fucking dick in a hole yeah mm. yeah the, the bottoms are on with all the power I guess yeah, yeah. that's but why they call the power bottom <laughs> <laughs> but in saying that they also have like yeah like they do and they sometimes they can allow the top to be controlling like that's mm. probably what you know, gets them off, but you can't really. I mean, it's the same. You need two participating people to be able to. Like, They're still the one that's like fuck, yeah, that's giving the top wrong, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> two people. <laughs> I think I still by myself. Uh, so I still have to figure that out. <laughs> yeah. Back to back in the drawing board. <laughs> I'll get there one day. <laughs> that's a whole other topic. Yeah. Um, um, what would you do if? You, your partner cheated on you. P.S. We're all single, so yeah. we're all partners. Preface this, yeah, we're, we're all single. It's never really happened to me personally. Yeah, same. Not that I know of. Yeah. But it all, I, I guess, how long I've been with them, it would depend on how much time I've invested in them. Yeah. Whether it's, if that's something that was completely out of character for them, would really determine on how I kind of reacted to it. Um, and also kind of what 
sort of stage the relationship is at, you know, just I guess like being like the intense, not the intensity, gosh, the level of, of cheating, if it was like a one time, if it was ongoing or if, you know, it was just a kiss or like all, all the different factors, all the different factors come into it. I would be very, like, I'm not, I would, I would be open to working it out with somebody that I've invested a lot of time in, in, in terms of a long-term relationship. Um, and yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's the ultimate answer that we were trying to get to, I guess. Yeah. But (laughs) I don't know about you guys. I mean, for me, it's more about like, there's that trust thing that has been broken. So like. I'm all about any kind of relationship, like as long as you talk about it and you communicate. So I'd be open to like open relationships, whatever. So then it's not really cheating. But so it comes into, yeah, what have they done to be considered cheating? And then like once they've done that, like that trust is gone and you can't really come back from that from my perspective anyway. Mm. So it's sort of sort of done from there. I think it's the trust thing. Yeah, definitely. Like, as soon as that trust is broken, then, like, it's hard to come back. Well, it's hard to build, and it's yeah. only a second to break. Yeah. That, that saying. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I kind of, like, yeah. Part of me is, like, a little bit hopeful if something were to happen, you'd kind of... Hopefully work it out. Yeah, exactly. If, like, if, if it was, like, one month down the track, and it's like, oh, well, geez, you're obviously not that serious about it. If you're one month in, when it should be that, like, quote-unquote, honey... <laughs> then you're already off like in someone else's bed yeah no. mm. maybe they thought it was yours <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, being the resident alcoholic maybe that would be my dream man then <laughs> I'd get along with him so well oh fuck <laughs> oh god um, I hate you ten <laughs> I hate this question so much um cheated on a partner before um and it was one of the worst things I've ever done to my entire life I felt sick to my core from doing it um and I was fucked up at the time um yeah I would never ever do it again and people are always like once a cheater always a cheater Mm. And I don't believe in that yeah, at no. all. Um, People make mistakes. Make mistakes yeah. and you learn from it. Yeah, right? exactly. And like, now it's just like, I think I have very big trust issues when I'm chatting to people and chatting to guys because I think I know what I did wrong. So then I automatically think that they're going to do that to me mm-hmm. when I go into like chats or whatever. So, yeah. I mean, cheating's a big thing. And um, I mean, communication is key to every relationship, no matter what relationship it is it's just friends or whatever um if you don't have that communication then a friendship's not going to work or a relationship of any type yeah definitely like that two-way communication is key it's like a really interesting kind of perspective like on your end um yeah i guess that like whole once a cheater always a cheater is such like a a bit of a pessimistic view which i don't tend to like want to kind of take on board so i guess i don't know like like, yeah, I'd say people make mistakes, and we yeah. make mistakes all the time, and there's just, like, severity of mistakes, like, what mistakes you make, and the yeah. consequences to that. And I think so long as you're learning from them, yeah. you know. Also, 
honestly, I learned from that is long distance relationships are fucking oh, hard. Yeah. Yes, they are. Fuck that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Dabbled in that and just, yeah. yeah. A double for me, though. Yeah. Yeah. Double. That stuff does not count. That is <laughs> not what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, it's, it's stuff that over the... You've got to go over some money for water to catch a ferry. But yeah, that could be a whole other topic, like long distance relationships, couldn't it? Yeah. Is that in your questions? It's not in my questions, but we can go straight into that. Like, it doesn't matter. Long distance relationships. Yes, no, maybes. How do we feel about them? No. It's, and yeah, I, after having one, the, I think the key to having a long distance relationship, you either, you either are with the person for an amount of time and you build that trust, that rapport and that connection. And if it were to transition into a long distance mm. relationship, then, you know, you have the, the foundation to kind of stick it out. If Personally, for like when I fell into my fell in, God, when I <laughs> became a willing participant in one, I knew the guy for a couple of weeks, and I met him on a trip, and we didn't really have an end goal, I guess. And I think that's also another thing. Like yeah. if you meet somebody, and you decide to do long distance with them, but it's like straight away you're long distance. I think you need to have some sort of end goal, which is something I didn't really consider until. Mm-hmm it was kind of too late, um, you could do long distance, like, as long as you want, but if you're not going to kind of meet up with each other or see each other at some point again, it's, I don't know, it's personally not for me. Yeah, I think the relationship needs to already be established, and then you need to have an end goal inside, like a time frame, otherwise it's just not going to work. Well, yeah, like, my long distance relationship, we'd been seeing each other here in Newcastle for six months, I got promoted and had to move six hours away for work and then we we're doing long distance and it was really hard because we both worked weekends and like we didn't have the mm-hmm. same days off so he was driving out to see me I couldn't really leave because I was on call yeah. 24-7 so it was just like really hard yeah. yeah but we have rekindled our friendship because we stopped talking for many years yeah um, and last year, I randomly got drunk and caught him, and... <laughs> oh, they're just the best moments, yeah, aren't they? And Sometimes then, like, they can... <laughs> you can wake up with an emotional hangover, or you can wake up with any friends. Um, <laughs> and, like, I plan on going up there to do shows, because he now lives in North Queensland. I mean, the good comes out of mm. long-distance yeah. relationships, because your long-distance relationship has yeah. seen you recently. Yes, yeah. And, like, we're, like, so we're really good friends still. Like, we talk most days, and it's been a bit of a process to kind of I think you know when you break up with someone long distance and then you see them again it's it's hard because you don't know what the dynamic is going to be like when you see them and you know you could fall back into old routines or you could just you know he's going to be them. like John Tom that is on the list you know <laughs> but um yeah so I like I, yeah I'm, I'm still really good friends I think just touching on your other point where you were, because that long distance relationship I had was international. Um, I think having, say, a long distance relationship with somebody who is within a reasonable drive, like, so Sydney or... Or at least in the same time zone. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) yeah, same time zone, not 13 time zones apart. Mm. Um, Sometimes it works, you know, like, you could meet somebody and you could probably be two very independent people. And you just want 
like the same things like I, it, again it all depends on the individual but if it's yeah if you're somebody that really wants to connect with your partner I don't I, it's it's very difficult yeah. not impossible but it's difficult I mean like right now in my life I'm fucking busy <laughs> you people didn't pick up on this um, really yeah I'm really fucking busy like Life's just turned upside down, though I run virtual fucking business <laughs> shows. <laughs> um, Which is this Saturday night, by the way, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that you will be listening to this a week oh, later. Oh, true. It was last Saturday night, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, last Saturday night, probably this Saturday as well. <laughs> and the yeah. following Saturday, and the following Saturday. Saturday. Stay the fuck home! So, I mean, I think right now, like, I could potentially do a long-distance relationship, but then I'm also needy as fuck, yeah. so if you don't mm. reply to my message in... 3.5 seconds after I've seen it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm not yep. needy like that, but I'm all about, I'm very physical, so, like, if I'm in a relationship, you need to be nearby. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I love languages. Physical touch. That's mm. one of yours. Yeah. I mean, this brings me to another question that is just popped into my head. Here we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> when you're laying in bed and... Are you like a spooner all night or just like as soon as like you're going to sleep, it's like, stop touching me? Um, I, I'll need to be touching the person. If it's really hot, like it'll just be a hand on them somewhere, but I have to be touching them. <laughs> like a leg or something. Yep. Yeah. That's a leg. probably the easiest. Yeah. Like have one leg touching the Yeah. A leg hot, like. The other leg yeah. outside of the cover. Yeah. Um, I think when I was younger, I used to be like a, we got a spoon all night. But now, it, now I'm like, I'm a versatile spoon, so like we could spoon yeah. all night or we could we can rotate. Yeah, you know. So like I, do, I do like a good night's sleep where I'm not sweating my ass yeah. off. But that's. But yeah. I love a good spoon. Yeah, but you know. And sometimes you might just, when you fall asleep, casually fall into a spoon and not even realize it, you know. And they're like, they're the best. Tim's face is giving me all the answer I need. That is a strong grimace. Like, what, mean, is, what is your perspective on the old spoon? I'm like kind of spooning, but it's like as soon as I'm asleep, like you, d- you don't need to touch me anymore. It's <laughs> an answer, though, isn't it? Well, because like I overheat. Yeah. Like I, as you can see, I'm like fucking sweaty, Betty, right now because <laughs> when you're recording podcasts, you can't have fans or air conditioning going or a fucking window open because people are not self isolating and then. Their car sounds like they're saying Yahoo, but it's just their car <laughs> changing gears. Um, so, I like, I love snuggles. I love affectionate hugging and kissing and blah, blah, blah. But, like, sometimes I'm just like, stop fucking touching me. I mean, like, a, I like a finger or an arm or a leg is fine. But there's just sometimes where you're just like, it's 45 degrees out, you don't need to be fucking touching me. <laughs> And you kind of think, like, surely you're feeling the same way. Like, yeah. if you're wrapped around me, is my body sweat not grossing me out? Mm. Get off. No. Sweat. Always. Always. A foot to a foot is fine. That's enough. Yeah, I think foot to but a foot is definitely fine. Oh, like, dick to a dick. But, like, yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I think there's, like, like an art to it. Like, when I first, like, started, it. like, when I first went to my very first relationship and I was... Like with spoon and stuff, but there's like <laughs> there's, it's very uncomfortable.
uncomfortable if you're not doing it right. Like, oh, yeah. Like, and you kind of, it takes like a little, your hand. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, your hand gets stuck, and then if they fall asleep, and you're like, well, I don't want to wake them, but I also don't want my hand to get gangrene and fall yeah. off at night, because I'm losing circulation. No, you fucking push them off. You see, there's two types of people in the world. Aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Aggressive and passive. Um, I mean, I get it. I mean, there's that, like, I mean, there's an art to it. You can always, like, use music yeah. to ease them. But I can always fall asleep with a big spoon. Like, that's some of the, you know. But little spoon, there's no control, kind of, unless you push them off. And you so kind you of prefer big spoon? Yeah. I feel like you prefer little spoon. I'll go you, both. I feel like you're really needy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jay, on air. This just did. <laughs> Josh is needy as fuck. Josh, if you need a needy as fuck person, Josh is your man. <laughs> Meanwhile, Tim Bellini gets mad if you don't reply to him. Yes, who's needy now? <laughs> Communication is key. True. Touching is not. <laughs> Unless your dick's in my mouth. Um... <laughs> Dick pics, yes or no, explain. No. <laughs> Definitely not. I loved how you were just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, no. Like, obviously, no judgment to anyone who does. Like, you do you. I just, I think that I've just heard of too many incidences where people send nudes and they circulate or people, like, tend to, you know, like, it, like they pose as you and, and it just gets around to people that don't want it to get around to. It must be so hard being free. <laughs> 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 Never had that happen before. <laughs> Your household name is if it hasn't happened to you. I mean, mm. I send dick pics all the time. Mm. I sent at least 14 today. Oh my God. Wow. I don't care. Dick's a dick as long as you don't have your face in it. Well, mm. I guess, yeah, it's just got to be kind of smart about it. Just take my dick pics at my friend's place so nobody recognises <laughs> my bathroom. <laughs> Photoshop them. <laughs> I don't really send Make them look. <laughs> <laughs> Not even mine. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't, yeah. I don't really send them dick pics anyway. You I'm don't sure really send them? No, like in a relationship. I'm yeah. Like, it's like, no, I send cartoon yeah. versions. <laughs> yeah. I draw a little face. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I don't send dick pics because I don't want them around when I'm going to be a teacher because the last thing I want is for students to find naked photos of me shelves yes um <laughs> but i mean there's definitely photos of my butt around i'm sure yeah uh, same here like in a relationship definitely have done that multiple times with a complete stranger Anyone that's dated Dan in the, <laughs> in the past, please send four dick pics to yasqueen at au so that I can now share them to everybody. Someone <laughs> could do is ask politely. Oh, God, I don't want them. Thank you. Um, should we all cover that one? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, well, yeah. Yes to dick yes. pics, send them, or to me. <laughs> yasqueen <laughs> at timberproductions.com.au. Tim doesn't discriminate. No. At all. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. So glad I get to edit this. <laughs> Would slash have you hooked up with an identifying straight man? Don't think so. And if I have, I haven't known about it. 
Yeah, I don't think I have. I have. <laughs> <laughs> Even that is uh, my eardrums. I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners out there. Hopefully he's edited this so your eardrums have not exploded. Um, <laughs> well, do tell us more. Firstly, with identifying straight men all the time, which because I'm a drag queen, I feel like they... Mm. Okay, start from the beginning. <laughs> I think I've explained this before. Last year, I did a joke with my friends and I downloaded Tinder and we played this game. I think it lasted for five minutes. I did this in my last Q&A and matched with heaps of straight men and I just believe that it... If they feel comfortable enough to come over to my house and explore their sexuality, um, they should do it in a safe environment. And I feel like I can supply that safe environment. It's obviously all safe. Um, and some of the guys just want to talk and they just want to flirt, I guess. And if I can be that person, I'm more than happy to be a person that's all ears and not judgmental. Even though everyone thinks I'm judgy, <laughs> I am judging you deep down. But um, no, nah, just joking. Um, so yes, I've been with identifying straight men. A lot of those straight men are still very straight. Some are now married with kids. Um, yeah, nice. it's okay. It's an interesting topic, or does it? Would we say can of worms? No, it's just a topic. Ooh. That it's kind of like. It, it's, I don't know, like, they, like, straight men, or identifying straight men, like, are they comfortable enough to explore their sexuality? Is that something that is repressed? Like, not repressed, but it's kind of not... It's 2020, everybody's yeah, a little know, that's, bit that's, at this point. kind of like point without, you know, assuming that all straight men are repressing yeah. their sexual identity. I mean, I really wanted to do this podcast, right, like, <laughs> for so long. Like, okay, that's a whole other topic, but like, we'll touch on it. I really, yeah. <laughs> I really want to like do a podcast and if you agree with me, message me. I want to interview identifying straight men and ask them questions about gay experiences. Because I think it's very interesting because like I have a lot of cis female um, friends um, and they're like, oh my God, you get with so many straight men. Can you please pull apart our future partner so we know if they've been with a guy or not and I was just wow. like it's like an interesting topic and I don't know how I feel about it it's just mm, like it's I mean yeah. you do you um, be happy in yourself and I feel like you'll find yeah, that's your right. like that's yeah. in the day that's where it stands but I feel like that's a whole nother podcast that yeah, I'll get to definitely. and if you're an identifying straight man that's had gay experiences reach out it's quick before we move on to the next question like I have identifying straight men and like they are probably most gay men have like I feel like in this day and age a lot of straight men are pretty open to Tri- stuff like that it's trisexual like, yeah you know like try it once was it was it Samantha from Sex and the City who identifies as a trisexual yeah she tries everything once just go to Mardi Gras there'd be plenty of straight <coughs> guys that are willing to hook up yeah it's very refreshing <laughs> Damn, make sure I'm not getting booked for any shows so I can be trisexual. Mm-hmm. Girls, stay away. Um, what's the dirtiest text message you've ever received? Oh my gosh, that's like asking how many rocks there are. How <laughs> many rocks are there? Endless. You get on Grindr like, within a second, you'll be getting. Would you class that as a text message, sir? 
Sure, why wouldn't you? Oops, they don't have the right one. <laughs> Is that the It says, right. what's the dirtiest text message you've ever received? I don't really remember. Yeah, like, I think it's just... Dick pics. It's yeah, like, so I'm not really... Bored. Yeah. And I'm not really into the whole sexting thing. Like, it doesn't really do anything for me. But yeah. if I get one, I'm just like, that's cool. Yeah. Then nice. we know that you need to be touched. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. We've <learned> that. <laughs> I feel like, well, yeah, I feel like people that have my number, I'm like, I don't know, it's going to make me sound like a total prude in my past relationships. Should I message you right now? <laughs> <laughs> Help me answer this question, Tim. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I feel like most of the dirty messages that I would get would be from Grindr, and it's usually just... It's a greeting, and they send you all of your pics in a row, and then start messaging about what they want to do to you. What do they want to do to you? Oh, gosh. I'm a lady. (laughs) I do get a lot of the ones on Grindr that are like, you walk in, the door's open, I'm on my bed, naked already. Right. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, you do you. Are you always like, how's the door left open? Like, are you scared? (laughs) (laughs) What if somebody robs you? Have you seen Don't Fuck With Cats? <laughs> so good, don't watch it. I know the boys don't want to watch it. <laughs> no, it's too no, much. It's not for me. If you live alone, um, watch it during the day. But if you're a freak like me, watch it whenever. Such a good show. <laughs> I feel like I'd be able to handle it a bit better than you, Shell. Like, I watch oh. Grey's Anatomy and they'll do like procedures and stuff. Oh, yeah, like, like guts and you're cringing over there in the corner. And I'm just going to sit my dinner. But you just referenced Don't Fuck With Cats to Grey's Grey's Anatomy, where it's nothing like that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um, Can I just make the connection at least once? (laughs) Yes. Grey's Anatomy, I'm like halfway through. (laughs) Oh, really? Have you ever been to a sex party, bar house, or participated in a three or more way? Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? I mean, yes. Like, do I need to specify... I guess all, Which wait, one and how many times? <laughs> Sorry, what was the first one that you mentioned? A sex party? A sex party, bathhouse. I have not been to a sex party, but I've been to the... I've participated in the other two. A bathhouse and a three-way. Yes. I've only ever had one three-way and wasn't great. <laughs> um, bathhouses, it's an interesting one. Like I kind of ended up there one night with somebody from a club and I think it's a very interesting kind of atmosphere just like, the one time well that was the first time I was in <laughs> you guys are <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is legit why I put this question in <laughs> just single me out <laughs> so good it's fine I'm happy to talk about it <laughs> good because we are now no like so I think it's I always tell people it's probably like one Thing that you should try. I don't know, like, if it's not for you, it's not for you, you know, like, I can, but I didn't think it was something that I would enjoy, but when I did go there for the first time, and it's, it's a very interesting experience, it, you kind of learn a lot about yourself sexually. <laughs> <laughs> what did you learn about yourself sexually? Oh, God, I'm a lady, I'm not going to talk about that. I'm a lady. No, like, you know, I I'm a lady, I go to no, I think it was it was probably I'm not judging you. <laughs> your faces say otherwise. No, no. I would judge. Um, don't worry, I can cut that out. 
So if you're, I guess, nervous about trying new things with, like, one person outside of a bathhouse, I feel like going to a bathhouse is an environment where people are quite open to explore things. Yeah, but I feel like I would, if I wanted to try something new, I would need to do it in, like, a very safe, controlled environment. Oh, they're very safe, I think. Well, I mean, I haven't used one, so you can... Yeah, I've, I've never felt unsafe. Pretty boy problem. <laughs> <laughs> I've never felt unsafe. What are you trying to say? <laughs> You're pretty. Guys. Ish. <laughs> and, oop, and on that note. <laughs> no, I've never you felt unsafe. You know what I'm putting down. I've, I've never felt unsafe in a bathhouse. And if I did, I would keep going back to them. Obviously. And, like, yeah, it's. How fucked up are you when you go to these bathhouses? God, well, the first time I went, I was... Like, it was a process. Like, the first time I went, I was drunk. And then, it, like, now I can go comfortably sober. Like, it usually ends up I'll go out and, like, have a dance on a night out, and then I'll just, like, break away from my group of friends and just, oh, let's just go. And, you know, go have a wander around in the bathhouse. Again, pretty boy problem. I mean, everyone thought he was a scab. Yeah, every time I bring up this conversation with somebody, like, and yeah, people are fascinated like, by yeah. the concept of a bathhouse. I think a lot of the straight people that I've spoken to, they're fascinated by it. It's time to watch Queer as Folk. Yeah, definitely. Um, God, that was like our sex education when we were growing yeah, up, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> And all porn. <laughs> um, interesting. I haven't been to any bathhouses, but I've had threesomes and morsoms. Morsoms, yes, of varying degrees of enjoyment. Mm. Mm. Some people know what they're doing, some don't. <laughs> but also, I don't like sharing, so sometimes it's a bit hard. Well, I found, yeah, like. I guess I found the only time I had a threesome, I've only had one, and there was a big power imbalance, mm -hmm. and that is a huge turn-off. I mean, it can be a turn-off for the people that have the power. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I guess it's all about what you're into, you know. Yeah. To be fair, like, the, I think having, like, a successful yeah, threesome, right. not that I'm an expert on it, but I think it just involves a lot of communication. Yeah. Understanding what you're expecting. Is this okay? Do you like what's happening? Joey, you are now going to insert that into Peter, and then Peter, you're going to suck my dick. I'm going to do that for five rounds. Does everybody know what a daisy chain is? Oh, oh god! Amazing. I've only had three since I've never been to a bathhouse. Is this something you'd be open to going to? You need no. a lot of confidence to go to a bathhouse. And I just or don't just have that. very drunk. No, even drunk. Because um, when I went to Sydney for my birthday, I was like super drunk. And me and a friend were like the only ones left standing. And my friend was like, let's do it. Let's go to the bathhouse. And like we got to the door. Like I'm super drunk. So I have all the confidence in the world. And I was still like, no. Nah. 
not down for this. That's like me going to a gay bar. <laughs> I get to the front. Too. I can't do it. I'm like, oh, it's all good. I'll go to King Street. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> I do not feel comfortable going to a gay club, so I don't feel comfortable at all going to a bar pal. Mm. Um, but threesomes are fun, I guess, sometimes. Yeah. Varying degrees. Yeah. Who doesn't love two dicks in their mouth? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and one sausage. Then just do it. <laughs> just do it. Communicate with your partner and just do it. Partner, <laughs> low cute. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that is. <laughs> Gotta find me one of those. Oh, going off the back of that, mm-hmm. um, would you ever make a sex tape? And release it? Yeah, what's, what's yeah, the like, parameters? What's the parameters? I mean, would I you have... feel... Okay, let's do a two part. Can check my okay. phone? <laughs> I need content for a fan. Let's do part one. Would you ever film a sex tape? Yes or no? Yes. yes. Would you release it? No. No. Well, at this stage of my Thank life, no. <laughs> I was about to say no and no, but yes and no. Mm. It's the same. Yeah. They're just I, for my yeah, personal exactly. and who, whoever it is I, with. For my jerk stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Definitely. Not for anybody else. Unless I'm really, really desperate for money, but even then, probably not. Yeah, I was going to say, at this stage of my life, no. But. In this stage of my life, (laughs) he wants to come over and do more sex (laughs) tape! I mean, I'm a scab, but we're not at that point of scavengery yet. I mean, I am. And I'm still selling out shows. (laughs) And uh, you'll be putting Timberlina's uh, OnlyFans page in the description of this podcast. Down below, 50. Dollars and ninety nine cents. <laughs> well, depending on how long we're isolated for, I don't even think we'd be able to. Yeah, it's going to be able to come around and participate. That's okay. Can film just be solo acts. Yeah, because <laughs> that's what I do best. <laughs> I'm sure, all the adult shops are still doing online deliveries. So, yeah. <laughs> well, from the past I got last week. Yes, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> but they have gone up in sales. Do flamboyant gays give Ooh. normal, <laughs> straight acting, that's in inverted commas, um, dudes a bad rep? See, I, I don't know, I, no, that would be, like, Would my, you think, would you classify me as a flamboyant gay? Like, flamboyant is, like, ex- like to me, is over-the-top extravagant. I can like, be flamboyant when yeah, I'm really drunk. Exactly. I think everyone has a bit of flamboyancy in them. I can only be flamboyant when I'm Timberlina. I'm, yeah, like, I probably would say I used to be more flamboyant when I was drunk, but nowadays, like, I just think the more comfortable I get with myself, the more yeah, your face. Like, <laughs> in a very PG way. <laughs> when I get PG comfortable with myself, like, the more that I kind of get to know myself, I that flamboyant side kind of takes over a bit more. I don't know, like, I... My overall answer that would be no, and I don't know, like who. And why are the straight acting inverted commas ones the normal ones? Yeah, well, yeah, that's proper shit. What's normal? Yeah, there is no normal. I'm all about individuality. Normal is like everyone's their own person. Normal doesn't really exist. Normal is very a personal, objective opinion. I mean, for being flamboyant, it's normal because I think everybody has that in them. I mean, even. Straight acting guys can be flamboyant. Yeah, right, yeah. Watch them on the D floor at two a.m. in the morning. 
Yeah. Like, like I said, even like trying the, to make like a hyper masculine act of like pop ladder, like that to me is also a type of could be a type of flamboyancy because it's just extravagant and over the top. It's just an exaggerated yeah, state. Describe flamboyance. Yeah, I I think it's just an exaggerated state of like who you are, you know, or an exaggerated feeling or like what you're expressing. That was kind of. Yeah, I think that kind of takes the edge off the fact that flamboyancy is like, a lot of people see it as like a, a lesser than way to be, you know? Like yeah, you see it as and like, I think it says more about the people that think of flamboyant gays as less than it does about the flamboyant gays themselves. Yeah, being flamboyant is so much fun. Like, oh, anyone who hasn't been flamboyant should try it, but I think everyone's been flamboyant at one point yeah. in their life. Also, just do you. Yeah, yeah exactly. If people don't like it, then... Screw them. Yeah. Fuck off. They're not, like, one, if that's your friends but <laughs> ripping you off. This like... just brings up the whole, like, label thing. We Ooh. have to have a label, but also we hate labels. Yeah. My favourite thing, going back to the grinder, because grinder is a great way to bring it back to context. Yes. What are you? What do you mean? As in, like, our if tribes I had to, and... If like, I had to describe myself to someone... And they're like... And what are you into? And you're oh. like, books. And they're like, no, top, bottom, verse. <laughs> and you're like, none. And just like, I love throwing people off with those things. Mm. It's just like, it doesn't matter what I am. How are we going to build this connection before we find <laughs> out that? Yeah, like those sort of people that jump straight to... Dick pics. Yeah, like, what are you? What are you? Like, it's just kind of, I don't know, a very shallow... I don't know, like it's yeah. just, it, it's not something that matters to me. I'm not going to say it's shallow, but it's not what matters to me when I'm talking to somebody. Mm. I, I like to get to know what somebody is about. I need to be able to have a conversation if I'm hooking up yeah. with someone. <laughs> Before or after, maybe yeah. not during. Do you have a gag reflex? Yes. I mean, yeah, yeah. eventually. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm sure you can, like, train it out of yourself. Uh, yeah. I mean, ooh. <laughs> Still going to happen at some stage. Yeah, like, at some stage it's going to happen, but probably a little more sensitive Like, when it's in your stomach, it's still going to happen. I have a, yeah, I mean, I have a friend that surprises me with the lack of gag reflex that he has. And it's kind of like, how, how did you get to that stage? How do you know that? Well... <laughs> <laughs> showing me on like a here's fruit. a banana yeah like literally it was like a fruit or something or like an alcohol bottle oh that's dangerous so because like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as i hold up a wine bottle eyeing it off i mean i could get to there mm. that's so, like does he go <laughs> over that lip and mm. like put that that's all a big mouth oh big mouth <laughs> definitely was not a wine bottle who's his friend <laughs> I have. Yeah, he's been to Blush multiple times. Mm-hmm. So, so it's like seven hundred and fifty thousand other. Well, he's not, a new, he's not a Newcastle. Like, do I know this friend? Yeah, you definitely do. Oh, I can guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. What, what uh, saying? <laughs> probably someone from the bathhouse. Uh, <laughs> they're acquainted. 
preference. Uncut or cut? See, Josh and I were discussing mm. this. We were. When? When you get off. Yeah. When you, like, walked away um, before. <laughs> I walked off to get the fucking food. <laughs> <laughs> My $40 burrito. Um, I... No, I, yeah, for, for certain things, I... Yeah. I probably... To answer the question overall, probably uncut, which I think is... An unusual answer? I feel like the majority would be the other way. I don't know. Actually, no. Um, I mean, I never really thought about it until, like, in yeah. jail. Like, a dick's a dick. Take what I can get. But maybe if I had a preference, probably cut. I guess. Like, I wouldn't turn somebody down either way, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. it's not going to be like, oh... It's not going to be a deal breaker. Like, you've got an uncut dick. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> not going to happen. And you pick, you sent me. I thought it was cut, but you're uncut. Ooh, Bye. Cut. You're also cut. <laughs> um, I don't really care. Yeah. As long as I yeah, know how to use it, that's right. it's clean. That's right. But you said preference. Your question said preference, so... I don't have a preference. <laughs> a dick. <laughs> Please send. A functioning... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, as long as it's clean. That's right. Yeah, definitely. Works. Personal hygiene, guys. Yeah, make sure if you uncut, make sure you wash your foreskin. Yeah, absolutely. I'd be yeah. interested to know, like, the statistic, like, overall, like, what people would prefer. Because I am always under the impression that most people prefer a cut. I mean, if you're listening to the podcast, DM me. Yeah. I'll keep it I've... anonymous so I can release on the next Q&A. Percentage cut or uncut if you're listening. Mm. What's your preference? If you're a lesbian, keep fingering badge. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you do. Uh, uh, when did you realize you were gay? Is ooh. the first part of this question. <laughs> um, no, this is like a four part. Oh, okay. What's your coming out story? How did your parents react? Did you wish you could change it at the time? So good. Mine might be long, but you can go. Mine's, well, I think mine's long. <laughs> mine's not. Mine's super easy. I realised I was, I grew up in a very small country town, as everyone knows. Um, I think I came out um, very early in age when we moved to Newcastle. I was 16. I was straight in my sister's hair and I told her that I was gay. Um, and then I told my mum and she was like, yep, everyone knows. My family was just like, we've known for years. Um... Probably the only thing that I wish I could change about my coming out story is how I actually told my mum. My dad was living over in WA at the time working, um, flying fly out, and my mum was on the phone to my dad, and I actually t- sat my mum's best friend down and told her, and she started crying, and then my mum, I think, got a little bit upset. I don't know if mum listens to these podcasts. I know she does. Um, so that's probably the only thing I wish I could change is if how I told my mum. Um, but... Other than that, I've been gay since the day I fucking flopped out of my mouth. Growing up in a small country town and making people vomit at talent quests and stuff like that. Um, dressing up in drag. Um, I've been queer since the day I was born and I'll be queer till the day I die. That's my coming out story. It's very like straightforward and to the point. Good, very succinct. Very, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I've got, I'll try and I guess when when I realised I was gay, um, probably when I was like, like 
six or seven, I would probably say. And it's going to sound very cliche, but you... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me on. I... <laughs> Sassy. Um, when I... Yeah, about six or seven, I remember looking at... You know there's, like, underwear packets? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, that. that's, like, so cliche. And that was, like, the first time I, I was kind of like, oh, you know what, like, I'm intrigued by this. But I didn't know what it was at the time. And I didn't know it was, like what was normal or if it was normal like I just remember being very intrigued by that image underwear packets yeah and mm. like also growing up I used to play with like Barbies um, and that was something again I didn't really think was anything um, that was out of the I guess quote unquote ordinary because um, what is ordinary really um, but my parents were very um, I guess I would say like yeah they were very open and accepting of that because it, it never struck me that it was this this thing that made me different. Like I kind of went about my life like as a six, seven, eight, nine year old growing up playing with Barbies and thinking that was perfectly okay. Um, and it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely <laughs> is okay. Yeah. Um, and gosh, coming out story. I guess it kind of I, I kind of came out just after high school finished um I, I a bit of a long story but I ended up in um church in a church community um after high school kind of ended up there through going to youth on a Friday night and then I kind of became a bit of a leader in the church like a youth leader and and like preface is like all the people like that I went to church with are amazing and I'm still really good friends with a lot of them um they're really quite accepting they've been great like I guess rocks for me but I Funnily enough, came out on a. I went on a trip with the church overseas, and I felt like a bit of a imposter at the time. And couldn't have I picked a worse time. Picked that time <laughs> in my life to come out because I just was not coping um, with this, like, you know, second identity that I had. Like I pretended to be somebody that I wasn't. Um, and it just, like, that was the last straw. And I think I knew that that was going to happen. But, yeah, so that was an interesting time. The trip was still one of the most memorable things that I've, like, been on. And regardless of the fact that I came out, like, I saw a lot of great things and did some awesome things and met people. And it was really rewarding. Um, but I guess that whole process kind of led me to leave the church. Um, and... After that, did I really start to figure out and explore who I was as a gay man? Um, so, yeah, like it's, it's a bit, bit long-winded, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, and then my parents' reaction. Um, my So, my dad, when I first told him, was very, very accepting and, like, I remember I had just started dating my first boyfriend uh, at the time and I sat him down and I'd been spending like six out of the seven days away from home at his place and how old were you? I was 20 at the time um so it was a period of time where I came out to friends and I didn't actually come out to my family until like a year and a bit later so um I ended up yeah dating somebody and then my dad was like where have you been <laughs> like, you're never home. And I just sat him down and I was like, oh, 
like I've been seeing somebody. He's like, oh, that, and I think he knew where I was going with it. He's like, that's, that's okay. And I was like, it's it's a guy. And he's like, yeah, that's that's okay. And then I kind of started crying. And then he was like, why, why are you crying? And I'm like, oh, I just, I don't know why I was crying. Like, I just thought that, you know, this would be like a way bigger deal than like it. Like, obviously coming out is, is a big deal to you. But to my dad, it, it wasn't. And he was like, look, I kind of, he did the whole like, oh, like we've kind of had, you know, like we, we thought that that might be the case, but obviously we didn't want to tell, like tell you that's what it was and like force <laughs> hey, you out, you know, like, <laughs> like they had their suspicions, they all did, bless them. Um, but they let me, you know, do it on my own terms, which is, I think, very, very important. Um, I think, I just want to butt in there. Um, I think that's the most important thing. Yes. Um, parents listening out there is let your kids come out when they're ready they don't need to they don't need your assistance they're going to come out when they're ready and able and all of that kind of stuff but to add on to that i think you can also still create you don't have to force them to come out and confront them about it but create an environment where they realize that if they want to come out it's going to be fine yeah i because a lot of the problem, or like a lot of it, is the stress and working up towards doing it. And if you create that environment, then you alleviate that stress, and it's just going to be so much better. Like for people who doesn't really know what like what it's like to come out, it's like I like I to try and simplify simplify it. Such a complex thing. Like for me, like it kind of felt like I was breaking up. It's like the stress was 10 times worse than breaking up with somebody because you're breaking up with somebody that you identify, like that you pretended to be for mm. so long. And then not only, like when you break up with somebody, it's generally just one person. But then when you come out, it's everybody. Yeah, and it's like, hey, this isn't actually me. And also, especially to your parents, all your hopes and dreams that you had for me are going to be totally different. Yeah. So, sorry. Yeah. So, it's... It's definitely a huge process, and yep. definitely, as Tim said, the number one thing is to not push, mm. not let them do it on their own terms. It's definitely the one thing you can do. Yes, yeah. the thing that's theirs. My turn. Yeah, your okay. turn. Um, I knew I was gay because I went into my parents' wardrobe. They had like a walk-in wardrobe, and I was looking for like birthday presents or Christmas presents or something. And um, I found Dad's stash of like motorbike magazines with like the ladies on it in their bikinis all over motorbikes. And I looked under those and found a novelty pack of cards with men on them with erections. And I really loved that deck of cards. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure you have a said deck of cards. I did. Like I thought. I, well, no, I gave that was uh, for a Mardi Gras thing. Oh, so, yeah. okay. Also, so, I did not know where that story was going. <laughs> <laughs> So that's how I knew I was gay. Because I was like, what did I mean? Yeah, I kept going back to that deck of cards. Um, anyway, so my coming out story then. I came out, um, yeah, after high school um, to mum. So this was like six months after dad had passed away. So I came out, like I sat down in the office, talked to her and was like, pretty sure I like guys, blah, blah, blah. This is what's happening. And she's like, think it's just a phase and you're just looking for a replacement for a father figure not the case because i wanted to have sex with men <laughs> definitely not after a new father figure um but like she's come around now she's great she's wow. amazing 
Um, okay. But if I could change anything, yeah, it would be I would probably come out before Dad died because like he would have been fine with it. But yeah, that's the one thing that's, I would change. Yeah, I guess that harder question. Like similar boat, like my my mum passed away before I got to come out, so I would want to do it earlier, um, and also probably not do it on a mission trip yeah. with the church because it kind of made everything about me, which it wasn't. Ooh. Like, <laughs> well, that's pretty gay to do, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's been true. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking me. about. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how they didn't know I was gay. Like, I played with Barbies and stuff as well. My auntie gave me a Barbie for my fifth birthday. And then in, like, year six or year five or something, I we had, like, one of those school musicals. And I was Posh Spice. And, like, I was legit. I love that. that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Oh in God. this dress and my high heels, tissues down the dress. It was that great. That amazing. Don't know how they didn't see it coming, really. She's oh, an icon. We're gonna hear more about that story in another <laughs> yes. question that I have a feeling like they're running out. Siblings? How they have they react? Do you have siblings? And yeah, yeah. how yes. they react? Um, my so I told my dad, and he asked me, he's like, "Oh, do you want me to tell your siblings, or like I have two sisters?" Um, and he was like, "Do you want me to tell them?" Um, and do you want me to tell your grandparents? And I was like. Yeah. <laughs> because I kind of don't want to. I don't. I would like them to know when I see them next. Yeah, um, I've done my coming out. It's your yeah. responsibility <laughs> to do all the rest. <laughs> I'm just the messenger. Yeah, and they were really fun about it. I remember the first time I saw them after that, we were out for a family dinner, and both my sisters gave me a hug, and they just kind of played it, like downplayed it a bit. They're like, oh, like we've heard. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're kind of like, we, we always, we always you. <laughs> so <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, so they, they kind of always knew as well, which makes me wonder. Like, I must have been a very well, I mean, flamboyant yeah. kid to begin One with. One of your sisters worked, worked in fashion and modeling. Yeah. So I feel like she was wearing gays all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Gays are small. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, so I have a sister and I, I'm very similar to Dan. I told mum and I was like, your job now, mm-hmm. you can tell the rest of the family. Um, because it's like this weird, I, I don't know about you, but it's like this weird thing where it's like, well, how weird is it going to be sending off a text or yeah, just giving just, them a call randomly and be like, hey, I was like, no, just I've done my job. I've told the important person, you can deliver yeah. it to everybody else. That was my headspace like at the fun. time. I well, I mean, we all deal with it separately, right? Yeah. Well, I told my sister. Definitely. She was the first one that I told. My sister was my best. Um, my eldest brother and I. I mean, his one of his kids calls me Auntie Timmy. Um, I love that. So they don't care, and they get very excited about Timberlina and everything like that. Um, my little nephew, Archie, he when my brother is watching like Timberland stories and he'll be like, oh, what's Arnie Timmy doing now? Which is really cute. So like, I mean, my eldest brother is really cool with it. My second eldest brother, um, if you're watching or watching, listening, I love you dearly. Um, we just don't have the best relationship. Um, he doesn't quite understand why I do what I do. I think we've never really discussed it, but um, it's a weird relationship that we have. I grew up in a country town, so my brothers are very much about like 
shooting animals and all that kind of stuff whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they're straight. Really? <laughs> um, and so I just wish that, like, those types of people in the world would accept there is gay and there is drag queens and we do what we do and we love what we do and we're one of my biggest passions for what I do and part of this podcast is education. Education is key, as you would know, as being coming into the world of teaching. Um, One of my biggest things about this podcast is if I can teach somebody a way of doing something differently towards communicating with um, somebody from the LGBTQIA plus community, family, allies, whatever. Um, I think that's the key thing for me is like, Make sure you teach your kids these days that there is that LGBTQIA plus community. Um, How you teach them that stuff, reach out. Like, I am probably the most open book you'll ever meet in your entire life. Um, Literally, (laughs) ask for a dick pic, I probably said. (laughs) (laughs) The other two? Probably not quite. (laughs) But, like, it's, yeah, it's so true. Like, I remember when I first came out and then I started going to gay clubs, like, I knew nothing I didn't know what to expect, and Oof. to everybody, I, I, I don't know, I, I'm going to kind of only speak for me, but I think that most gay people that, when they come out, um, and they start exploring the community, they don't know what it is, they don't know what everything's mm. about, and it's all, they're just learning and learning yeah. constantly, and once you understand what something's about, it's not as intimidating as you, yeah. you first but there's think. that there's that whole thing about gay people grow up late because they spend their 20s figuring out who they are whereas straight people do that in their teens yeah and so like yeah you go to the gay clubs and you're figuring out what it means to be gay but you're also still trying to figure out who the real you is yeah again and you're always kind of peeling off layers of that Mm. i think i mean what's the short reference like onions onions Onions. or a cake as well like I feel like we're all trying to find ourselves every day and like <laughs> that's the best thing about learning like we're learning every day we're pulling off a new layer and we're like oh fuck like and by the end of it we're dead because like what happens to an onion they fucking die um, <laughs> um but yeah I think be you I think that's the key of key message out of this yeah question I knew it was going to be a deep 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 question it always is. Mm. Um, as we all know, I like to sip heavily on an empty glass. Very empty. How many three glasses? Three glasses in now? Yeah, three glasses, maybe. Maybe two. Yeah. Yeah. Two or three. I don't like that. I did have two sneaky bodies before. <laughs> of course you did. I didn't realise that was an option. <laughs> what if you came to my house? Yeah. But I'm not allowed to have two guests over at once. We're just a law abiding or abiding alcoholics. Next question, which comes back to Posh Spice. Um, have you ever dressed in drag or ever wanted to? Well, do you want to go first or should I go first? I mean, well, yeah, I, I had a school musical and we did like a medley thing <laughs> through medley. like throughout the decades or whatever. And me and, yeah, four other boys from my year dressed up as the Spice Girls. And I was Posh Spice. I had my little... Black like wig, um, yeah, like a bob. Yeah, like a bob. <laughs> um, my cousin's dress. It was like was it like a Gucci dress, a little Gucci dress? It was like this multicolored 
patterns being some wedges. I remember them being wedges. Had some tissues down the front. And actually, I remember like being on stage. Oh, what song was it? Um, I can't remember now. One of them. A Spice Girl song. Yeah, one of the Spice Girl songs, obviously. But I remember dancing my little jig and looking over to my cousin and like another friend who were like in the curtains behind the stage. And they're like miming at me. Pull your dress down. Pull your dress down. <laughs> and so I had to like shimmy my dress down while I was still dancing. But you know, it was fun. Oh, you're one of those queens that fixes her costume up. <laughs> I need to see receipts of this. Wait, there is a videotape at Mum's somewhere. Wait. I've tried to find it. I'm going to have to like do another I search. just, like US Posh Spice. I the, there's def- there's photos. This. I've got photos. But there's definitely video evidence too. And Dan? Justin Drake? Yeah, well... Like, I don't think you would, you and I would really be friends right now if like it wasn't for the time I dressed in. Well, we could say drag. It was a very poor attempt at drag, but I did dress as Sia for one of that wasn't Timberlands. drag. Yeah, so that was a mean. costume. Oh, all right. Wow. Let's compare <laughs> our photos then. Someone's, someone's oh, someone's coming for me. Mm. Yeah, posh. Okay, well then, yeah. <laughs> Well, then I guess no, then according to Jelp. No, it's fine. You, you, you. <laughs> Jelp or shelf. <laughs> I put a shake and go blonde bob on and I wore an outfit that was quite androgynous. So it wasn't overly like hyper feminine. I wore some lippy and that's probably about the closest I got to wearing drag. Um, I had a lot of fun though and I would love to dress up in drag I just don't have dress for it. Someone <laughs> would need to put me in it because I would not know what I'm doing. Is that including a full tuck? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. You got it in a full tuck. Do you? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Fuck that. I mean, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> um, I would just, I don't know, I think I'd be interest, interested to get that whole experience, you know. Yeah. I mean, I can help you with all of it if you want. We should do like a live video one day. I'd be down. During lockdown. Done. Um, Definitely. That's probably going to be next week. <laughs> tune in. We'll see you here again. Um, <laughs> yeah, we can come to Taking the podcast to YouTube. Um, I mean, if you want to do drag, do it. It's fun. It's expensive. Mm. Yes. Um, but yeah, I guess that's how we became friends. It's because I put your uh, Instagram message. You saw my efforts or lack thereof. I think I was going through photos from the brush because I go through them all before I post them, but I don't delete any, so anyone's ever a photo of myself. <laughs> <laughs> that explains why you're never in them. Yeah. Um, and then people are like, oh, I've never seen that photo. I'm just like, yeah, I've seen it. Um, <laughs> so I messaged you about the C app and I was like, that was chill, that was so good. Um, yeah. Too kind. So really, like, now it's just shit. <laughs> like, you um, shit see her outfit. Yeah. <laughs> Try how oh, to Um, like, you could take some tits off me from my see her outfit. Um, yeah, see, I just want to, like, point out that Tim's see her outfit at the Sydney Blush was inspired by me. Which was then inspired by see her, of course. It wasn't. <clears throat> it was actually inspired by Bona Lisa, but... No! Because <laughs> Bona Lisa did it before all of them, so... 
Do you delete all traces of your ex on social media after you break up? E.g. unfriend them, delete photos of them, etc. Mm, um, yes, I, I have been known to censor them in my, I guess, my social medias. Censor uh, them? Do you mean, like, do you just hide their photos? Yeah, I just kind of hide their stuff. I don't want to... You don't delete it? Yeah, there's yeah, a difference. Yeah, I don't delete it. Um, I definitely censor it from me. Um, but then anyone that knows me, like, I'm the worst at just deleting things from social media because... Or not replying. Same, same. That, that too, <laughs> you know. But, and that has nothing to do with, like, who's in it or anything. It's just more an OCD thing. But I definitely censor. <clears throat> It's just part of my own moving on process, I guess. I, I think distance makes, like, what's the saying? Fuck, what is the saying? You mean distance makes, makes the heart, heart go fonder? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not yeah, what I'm trying to say. I'm just like, that doesn't make any sense. But should we continue? Yeah, that's, yeah, I sense that. And I, I do that purely because to get over somebody, if I develop that kind of emotional connection with them, I just need to not be bombarded by them and then eventually I, I i know it works for me i think everybody has a process when they need to get over somebody and that's what works for me it's just no contact yeah i mean i try no i have deleted like photos well i've archived photos so i haven't deleted them so they're gone but i've archived stuff but i'm of the opinion and you know this is the history teacher coming out in me like deleting something doesn't mean it didn't happen like why so why pretend that it didn't like you learned from it you grew from it so just accept that it happened that was a part of your life just look to the future now if that makes sense yeah definitely i mean i've only ever been in one serious relationship lovely hate if you ever listen to these um <laughs> And I still get notifications, like, seven years on, that, like, we were doing stuff together. Yeah. Like, I did a lot of amazing things. So, a thing that people don't know about me is I actually really love doing, like, high adrenaline activities. Um, so, for my 21st, he purchased me the Harbour Bridge Climb. A lot of people are scared of heights. Like, I love that kind of shit. Um, actually, a good way to get over heights. Harbour Bridge Climb. It is good. It um, was an experience, yes. <laughs> and so he got me that for my 21st. So it's just like, I get that memory pop up every year. And I mean, it's life. Live and learn. That's right. Yeah. Um, but it's for like the way that you get over things. Like, do it. If that's going to help you get over them, I, I would. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I think... When you are, like, I've had moments where, like, talking from my point of view, I'll, I have deleted things in the past, and then you kind of, you don't get those memories again, um, but then, like, other exes, um, I'll keep the stuff online, and when I do see it, I reflect on what an awesome memory that was. Exes. Yes. Pretty boy thing. <laughs> <laughs> been drinking a lot tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Me? <laughs> or you? Everyone. <laughs> that 
Atlas Dan trying to um, find rank the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> the session is over. <laughs> um, anything else you want to say, Dan? So, me? What? Yeah, your name's Dan. Unless you guys. I mean, no, I'm fine. <laughs> no. Don't make your exes in social media and unfriending them. Yeah. I'll let them unfriend me. That way I win. Yeah. Now. Oh, darling, we just said you lose every time. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, just to be clear, I feel like we should have said this at the start of the podcast, but you two, I think we did, but I just want to clarify that you guys are not dating. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, think we, I think we said we're all single. Yeah. So, yeah. I just want to yeah. clarify at the end so that you guys still realise that we're <laughs> all still single. You would be surprised, though. I don't know about you, but yeah. I get that question all the time. Yeah, we're not together. We're married, Jeez. but we're not together. Yeah. yeah. Married. We're, we're husbands. Yeah. Not um, half husbands. But no, still single. Yeah. <laughs> Hit me still up. Single. <laughs> but um, yeah. Yeah. You can send me your dating profiles to Yaris Queen at <laughs> and I'll fill them appropriately. <laughs> Whatever, you've got a Tinder girl. I'm literally not sharing them with anybody. <laughs> Um, there's like one other like question that I have. We came here to do the full thing, so let's do the full thing. All right, we're gonna go unplugged now, guys. <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> no, um, OnlyFans. Yes, no, maybe. What the fuck? As in, what do we think of it, or yeah. would we ever? Would you ever? All of it. And what do you think? Yeah. Well, it's, I guess it kind of comes down to like similar question to would you film a sex tape and leak it, right? I guess for those of you that don't know, OnlyFans is a oh, website is. where you can create an account and upload uncensored content and charge people to subscribe to you. So. Well, you could just send me a DM <laughs> <laughs> and get it for free. <laughs> Tim can afford it though. <laughs> Well, I guess personally, right now in my life, I would not have an OnlyFans. I have subscribed to OnlyFans before. Oh, you're looking at me like that is weird, but I think I reckon a lot of people have. I only did it last night to support local people. Really? I subscribed to a couple. But then like, that was what when kind I was, of people? Like famous people? Yeah, just or? like famous people. But then I realized that Tumblr was a thing and unsubscribed. Yeah. And, uh, well, well Tumblr's like, not a thing anymore. Well, yeah, exactly. But Reddit is now a thing. <laughs> Reddit's always been a thing. Yeah. 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 Right. Um, That's also Pornhub.com. Yeah, that too. Yes. <laughs> but like, go like, more yeah. to you if you yeah. have the confidence and... I feel like it comes to the bathhouse back to that for me. We're just like, do you have confidence having your body? No. But like having an OnlyFans, I think, is different. That's content that anybody and can I mean, it's, get yeah. access to. And it's OnlyFans, so I mean, to access it, they have to pay for it. So yeah. if they're paying for it, they want to they see want it. To see I it. mean, if you want to break into like the bathhouses, security camera footage, you could like leak <laughs> so much shit. You could. Boy, I wonder if they've got security cameras. They can't have footage. Yeah, Surely I'm like... Not. In some spots. But again, completely different. I, yeah. Anyway, keep doing you girls. Yeah. yeah. Boys, everybody in between. If you can make fucking money from it, that's do right. it. Exactly. I wasn't part. teaching. 
Maybe. Yeah. Probably not, but maybe. <laughs> like it's like I think being in the in the gay community where sex is something that we're so open to exploring, it's kind of like a, oh yeah, like why not? But is it? Yeah. I definitely. If you're not open about sex, you're doing it wrong. Gay men are very open about sex. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everyone in between, I am doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mislead your audience. Man. We know the real you. <laughs> Silence. Strangling. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's it's like for the wider like the straight audience, the idea of OnlyFans could be something that's not. I don't know. Like, but then porn, I feel like, we play yeah. porn as well, so. But OnlyFans is something that's way more accessible to everyday people. I mean, I'm all about that amateur porn, so OnlyFans yeah. is probably like, you know, right up my alley, so yeah, to speak. exactly. But knowing, like, I think what I was trying to say is, like, the whole point of knowing somebody that has an OnlyFans account, some people would be like, oh, like, that's that's pretty weird, you know? But in our community, I think it's just like, oh, yeah, cool. like, cool. You and everybody else yeah, at this point. Right. Now I get the dick pics. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It is, it's an inside joke yeah. within the gay community that you should start an early fans yeah. if you're poor or something. Like yeah. it's it's nothing that we aren't familiar with. Mm. You either so, shave your head, dye your hair blonde, or open up an early fans. That's your midlife crisis. Yeah, I've seen that a lot this week, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. <laughs> Funny that COVID nineteen. Um, <laughs> When gay men aren't having sex, they're going through a midlife crisis. Or virtual bingo. <laughs> <laughs> or TikTok. TikTok. Oh, everyone, just letting everyone know my TikTok is not coming soon. Oh. I know. Everyone's like, do a TikTok. That might, if I think of something really funny, um, I will do it. But no. Um, yeah. When that will be, who knows? That's all I really have for Q&A this month. Um, do you guys want to ask any questions? Ask me any questions. Mm. I, do, I am an open book. People always want to know more about me. What questions? Do you have any other questions that you have? When can we go out and dance again? <laughs> yeah. um, when, stop, when people stay at home. Stay at home, you bitches. Oh. That's exactly what Josh and I are doing. Yeah. Timberlina, on the other hand, is <laughs> out there running around recording if podcasts. You can hear that, it sounds like someone's scratching their glass oh. that's because dan is scratching his glass <laughs> like a fucking idiot whoops well i guess that's really it from us from this month's q a if you have any questions that we can actually answer in a group environment as example from tonight please send them through to yasqueen at timberproductions.com.au also send dick pics through there if not you can dm me at yasqueen podcast or at the timberlina or at timberproductions au um, that's really it. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast tonight. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thanks for supplying the cheap wine. So yeah, that was great. Yeah, thanks for supplying the cheap wine. Um, I'll have a hangover tomorrow. And... <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Bye. We need some more wine. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Yas Queen. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, subscribe, and tell your friends and family. If you have any questions about anything and everything, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Yas Queen Podcast and send them through. 
Once a month, we'll compile all the questions and have them answered by queers and allies from around the country. Until next time, my name is Timberlina, Top Shelf Talent. Pour yourself double. Peace out. Love you all.